Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Because eventually that external persona, the armor he or she's built to protect them cracks. It just isn't going to hold up anymore. And it's not going to serve your character when push comes to shove a critical moment when a decision must be made, when a commitment must be made, when action must be taken. And here's what I want you to think about. The thing your protagonist dreads more than anything is that in a new and strange environment or this unfamiliar situation he's gotten himself into, he will be exposed for who he really is. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Panuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Often writers I coach find it hard to go beyond the surface of their characters and really inhabit their interiority to make them multidimensional, complex, and feel like real human beings. It's far easier to address what a character wants on the surface level, what they do, how they behave, how they react, etc., And that's a really good start. But it takes time to go beneath the surface to develop backstory or character history that gives your character more dimension and complexity. Because just like real people, it takes time to really know our characters to get into those more complex interior layers. Because so much of us remains hidden and your characters are no different. This speaks to Hemingway's iceberg theory. There's always more to a story than what's written on the page. And I love what Philip Graham once said, there is only a tiny portion of us that is available to others in any daily face-to-face contact. That tiny sliver is the present moment. And behind it, are all the years of your experience and the multitude of your thoughts and all the stories of your life. So much of us remains inaccessible. That's why we invented storytelling. So in this episode, I want to take you beyond the surface of your characters 
we're going to go four levels deep. We're going to start on the surface and move deeper and deeper until we get to your character's truest self, the self he's trying so hard to hide and protect. This will bring multidimension, complexity, and believability to your characters. Your reader will connect emotionally with your characters and relate to them, even if they don't relate to their external situation or their particular plot problems, they will connect and relate to their human dilemma. This is especially valuable for your protagonist, but it's equally valuable for your antagonist and your other main characters. These are emotional layers your characters are constantly dealing with as they move through your plot how they relate to the outside world on different emotional scales, and the boundaries that your character constructs for different people and for different situations. We're different people at work than we are at home with our family. We're different people with our friends. We're different people with our pets. And we're different people when we're alone as opposed to when we're with our families or friends. We're operating at different emotional levels throughout any given day. And you, as the author, need to know your characters more than they know themselves. So let's dig in. Here are the four character levels, and we're going to work from the outside in. Level one is the public persona. This is personality, outer layer uniqueness. It's character traits. It's the surface personality. Maybe the character comes off as brash or conceited or polite, calm, reserved, happy, successful, handsome, beautiful, etc. It's what makes your character individual. It's not limited to physical traits. It's character traits, personality traits. It's the outer shell. It's what can be observed from the outside. It's a curated public presentation. It's how outsiders would view your character. It's the way they talk, the way they walk, the way they look, the way they dress. They may come off as competent or elegant. But this level is usually not in alignment with the other character levels we'll be talking about. It's the first thing we know about a person. And this is the way you'll likely introduce the character to your readers. For example, her name was April, and she caused the whispered word lovely to roll out over the auditorium the first time she walked across the stage. She was 29, a tall ash blonde with a patrician kind of beauty that no amount of amateur lighting could distort and she seemed ideally cast in the role. Okay, surface level, it's what's available to the outside world. Now, most of us are pretty good at holding it all together on the outside. However, we're continually influenced by one or more of the other character levels on the inside, and that is what can knock us off balance in a flash. Because eventually... That external persona, the armor he or she's built to protect them, cracks. It just 
isn't going to hold up anymore, and it's not going to serve your character when push comes to shove. A critical moment when a decision must be made, when a commitment must be made, when action must be taken. And here's what I want you to think about. The thing your protagonist dreads more than anything is that in a new and strange environment or this unfamiliar situation he's gotten himself into, he will be exposed for who he really is. That fear is based on some inexplicable self-doubt or lack of faith in himself or some unacknowledged shame that he has that he's not even necessarily conscious of. This is why your protagonist resists taking the journey your story sets him on. He will resist his own transformation because of his fear of being exposed for who he or she truly is. This fear is the main reason he doesn't want to make the journey that life or circumstances have forced him to take. Now, someone once said that the personality is everything that's false about us. It's our public mask. We all have this. That public mask is a protective shield. It's healthy to a point. Sometimes, though, it becomes part of a person's identity and they can't separate from it. They identify with the public mask. At some point in your story, though, your character will be challenged to shed that mask. And this is where your character's deeper levels will start to surface. So level number one, public persona. It's the public presentation. It's a combination of traits that have kept your character safe in the world. It's become a self-survival or self-preservation technique. It's not necessarily conscious, it's become instinct. And for some characters, they just can't separate their identity from the mask. So maybe the co-protagonist or the antagonist will challenge your character to shed it. Because the ways in which your character has survived in the world so far are no longer going to work. At some point, they will have to shed that outer shell. Okay, on to level two. Social. We are social animals. Our survival is tied to us being accepted, accepted at work, accepted at home, with our friends, even with strangers. Cultures may be different, but ultimately, they all satisfy some elemental needs. Validation, appreciation, comfort, love, pleasure, financial security, Ultimately, though, it gives us human connection, and we all crave that. That is deeply tied to our survival. It's tribal. This is often the seat of obligations and the roles we get stuck in. Sometimes our need for social acceptance means we suppress our personal dreams. We may compromise our own boundaries. And sometimes we disconnect from who we truly are. So what system or set of beliefs has your character bought into? These are cultural, environmental. These are by no means easy to overcome, but they're still possible to change. 
Think obligation pressures like motherhood, fatherhood, the American dream, capitalism. Some ways the social pressures would influence your character may be that he's duty-bound to provide for his family and make a great living, even if it goes against his own dreams. So societal pressures. This also refers to gender roles. Both women and men can get trapped in what's expected of them by society. So level two, social. Okay, moving on to level three, familial. This refers to the nuclear family, those living under one roof. Here's where morality is often formed, or habituated belief systems that your character has been indoctrinated into. The familial level is often the source of shame and guilt. This is the deep-seated stuff that your characters aren't necessarily conscious of. This is where most of your characters' worldview, faulty beliefs about self and about how the world works, political ideologies, religious beliefs, etc. stem from. This is great backstory to explore, so free write around this. Now, for more on backstory, listen to episode 34, How to Write Backstory Without Boring Your Reader, episode 34, I'll link in the show notes. But every family has secrets. They're just things they don't talk about, even amongst themselves. And this is fun stuff to explore. So what are some things your character's family buries and never talks about? What is this character ashamed of? What's one thing he or she won't tell their work colleagues or even their spouse? Maybe they'll tell their closest friends. A secret could be that dad lost his job when Frank was 12 years old or went to prison for selling fake stocks and bonds. Maybe that was a lie and your character found out later it was for selling drugs. Secrets, things we don't talk about. Even the most loving, functional family has some secrets. Family, for better or for worse, influences us from birth to death. So what traditions were in the family or what lack of traditions? Did your character grow up in two households? Did the parents struggle? Did they fight? What shaped him? Were his parents frugal or lavish? So you'll want to consider your protagonist's childhood. It may be buried deep within. Family instills core beliefs about who we are, and because it starts from the moment we're born, these are the hardest to shake. Every family has a particular truth, even if it's lies. It's still embedded as the family truth, even if it's more opinion than fact. Was the family fear-based, hardcore religious, Was your protagonist compared to his sibling or the kid who lives down the street? Was he the golden child or the black sheep? Now, your character will likely not want to look closely at his or her family upbringing. He or she may not even know the whole truth and probably doesn't want to know because he thinks he's survived just fine up until now. But what you're going to do 
is create a scenario in which your character isn't doing fine anymore. You'll force him to take a look inward, whether he likes it or not. This is where a lot of writers get antsy, because unless you're willing to take a look at your own family's influence and how it's shaped you, influenced you, and maybe even damaged you, you'll probably have a hard time confronting your character's familial past. But here's the thing about the family level. It's the reason your character developed the public persona, level one, the mask, in the first place. For example, let's say your protagonist's father had worked for 30 years at the same job and was passed up for a big promotion he really thought he was going to get, and then he eventually got let go. And your protagonist grew up feeling like he had to make sure his family didn't suffer the same humiliation and hardship. That meant working at a job he hates and accepting a promotion even though he hates his job and would rather quit and write his novel. His familial response is to provide for his family. That's what's been modeled, and he wants to avoid his father's failures. And that springs from deep shame he's barely even conscious of. The familial level is very hard to shake because it's been imprinted from the moment we're born. And finally, the deepest level, level four, emotional. This is the real deal. This is how your character honestly feels, whether he or she is aware of the feelings or not. It's the private self. This is the part of us that nobody else sees. It's the level of self that we have the least control over. We can try and exert will and logic, but will and logic have no power at this level. These are emotional responses, trigger responses. So you want to create a part of your character that has always confused and scared him, the stuff he's been pushing down. Because we can't deny our emotions. We can't ignore them or suppress them indefinitely. Sooner or later, driven by emotional pain, we start asking big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What's the purpose of my life? These are soulful questions. They're not intellectual questions. Even if what he wants is concrete, for example, to conquer his adversary, win the war, marry the girl, stay out of prison, whatever, he won't find the answer in getting the thing he wants. He'll find the answers deep within himself. Who am I really? What do I value? So it's unshedding all those protective layers from level one. At some point, he can't ignore how he feels anymore. Your story starts by finding your protagonist in an unsettled state. When you construct your plot, you'll be forcing a situation on your protagonist that forces him or her to ask those deeper questions. This gives value and meaning to the story problems he or she faces. Once your character faces and deals with his fear, those four character levels ideally will realign. The story really is about your character's quest to regain balance 
and equilibrium in his or her life. And so by the end, what he wants beyond the concrete thing is emotional harmony. He wants his outer and inner life to align. He wants to feel whole. He wants his interior and exterior realities to integrate. Now, the emotional level is the one in most need of constant recalibration because our life experiences are constantly influencing us. Okay, let's recap. We went beyond the surface of your characters. We went four levels deep. The idea is to start on the surface the way you might introduce a character and then keep going a level deeper. Level number one, public persona. This is personality or outer layer uniqueness. It's the public mask. It's your character's protective shield. We all have this. So think about the way you present yourself to the outside world. Not necessarily the people that you're most intimate with, but with neighbors, colleagues, bosses, etc. At some point in your story, your character will be challenged to shed that mask, and this is where your character's deeper levels will start to surface. Level two, social. Our survival is tied to us being accepted and validated, appreciated, It's the ways in which we conform. This is what helps us feel safe in the world. Level three, familial. This refers to the nuclear family, those living under one roof. Here's where morality is formed. It's habituated belief systems. It's also the seat of shame and guilt. It's the source of internal conflict or your character's fatal flaw. It's the hardest layer to shed. And level four, emotional. This is the real deal. It's how your character honestly feels, whether he's aware of his feelings or not. It's the private self. You want to make sure that you're constantly modulating these four emotional levels. Stories are always building emotion. It's not just about what happens. What happens forces your character to grow. So you want to make sure that your characters learn something in each scene and that that knowledge changes them in one way or another. How does he or she change in the scene for better or for worse? I like the way the screenwriter Peter Dunn puts it. Each scene adds to his knowledge, even if he doesn't get the answer he thought he was looking for. He knows more at the end of a scene than he did in the beginning. And when he learns more, he changes. And this is key. As he changes, so do his relationships with the other characters. He won't have the same conversation with his wife on page 30 that he had on page 10 because he's not the same person. By page 30, he's asking different questions vis-a-vis who he is at this point in the story, and what his place in the world of the story is. So start on the surface, then keep going a level deeper. So there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or 
the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform and please leave me a review. Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.